Bring out Elizabeth Selwyn. The tortured souls cried out in agony as the flames mounted higher and higher. Burn, witch, burn, witch, burn, burn, burn. Those I've said and he's known today, the actual practice of witchcraft in the 17th century. So... Yes. Yeah, we've been watching a hell of a lot of horror genre films. Um, Low budget goodness. I mean, all kinds of budgets. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's been it's been a a nice range of of styles and whatnot. Yeah, <clears throat> I. You know what? I started watching. Um, What's that? But I, I kind of stopped because it's like sometimes you really have to be in the mood for horror, you know. Um, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I was watching uh, the uh, was it Invisible Man that new one? Yeah, I liked it. I that was the last movie I saw in the theater. Yeah. In fact. Oh, really? Before yeah, before this whole mess. Yeah. No, I that was uh, the last theatrical. It's like I I was enjoying it. There was some stuff that was a little um, heavy-handed, but um, it's like I start like it was right before I was anticipating something horrible happening. I was like, all right, I'm just not ready right now, and I'll come back to it when I'm good and ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, because I, I I could sort of predict what's going to happen, but I don't want to say what it is, and I I, I do want to, you know, see if I'm right. But um, so I was like, "Oh, you I, haven't finished the movie? I yet? haven't finished it. No, no, I, I'm like oh, about geez. okay. Yeah, I'm about maybe half an hour in or so. Oh, jeez, okay. Yeah. Um, before what I'm anticipating is going to be the first death, and so I'm kind of like, all right, let me just let me just wait until I'm ready, because <laughs> I was watching it, and I was like, it's like, all right, it's, it's about to happen, and it was late at night, and I was kind of like, I don't know if I'm ready for the emotional, you know. Were you scaring yeah. yourself, I was Omar. terrified. It wasn't even the fear. It was the dread. It was just the, oh. Oh, it was God. getting to you for real. It kind of. I mean, nice. I, I don't, I'm not sure about what's going to happen, but I was kind of under the impression that something bad is about to happen. Yeah, to like it was about to hit the fan. To a specific character, and I was kind of like, oh, I hope it's not her. And then I kind of was like, all right, let me just hold off, and then and then when I'm good and refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, then, you know, you got to watch that and let me yeah. know what you think, because I, I, I like the movie. I thought, I mean, it wasn't yeah. perfect. Right. Um, and some of it was a little, I don't know, I don't want to say far-fetched. I mean, you're supposed to suspend disbelief yeah. to a certain extent. Yeah. But uh, I liked it. It was a good spin on things. And, you know, I like the fact that they may, well, I'm not going to, I can't say anything. So go ahead, finish it, and I guess we'll talk about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, All right, cool. It was, I mean, they. it could be, like, I know that there was the whole, um, attempt at universal monsters you know with that Ugh. crappy mummy that you know that horrible you know disaster. I, I haven't seen that i, I mean i've I heard wonderfully horrible things about that tom cruise mess i just saw the trailers and parts of it and i was just like no no it just didn't you know i i think some of the costume designs are pretty cool and whatever but yeah um but story-wise it just didn't look 
it's hard to like you're you're mixing in the whole action and horror and it's a mm-hmm. very difficult uh needle to thread so i i was uh, i could tell i was like yeah this is not going to be a good movie and then of course it comes well, that out was they, were, so. they were shooting for <laughs> that type of thing like the the reboot was going to be like they were going to make action heroes like they were going to reboot the old universal monsters and they were like the sensibility was like oh let's create marvel characters out of them can't do that which is fucking absurd exactly they're villains you can't do that i mean it just doesn't work you know no it doesn't and it just becomes look i understand you want you have ip you want to reboot it but you have millions of fans who are waiting for a reboot that's going to be um I don't know. That's that's going to connect with the history of these characters. That's going mm-hmm. to connect with, you know, a century's worth of cinematic gravitas. I mean, these characters right. mean a lot to so many people. And so and my 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 point was going back to the Invisible Man is that if like I could see the direction that that can work as um, the starting point for some kind of universal monsters, you know, as, as having the Invisible Man, you know, I, I still don't right. know what happens at the end, but it seems like that could be a more logical direction to go because you're not going to have them as as heroes. It doesn't make sense. Right. They're monsters, you know? These exactly. Aren't, these aren't comic book. And speaking you know, of monsters. News. This is episode five, and today on the Good podcast, on job. Cinema Slaughter, yes. <laughs> we're talking about monsters. We're talking about Italian monsters, and yes. specifically Demons 2. And, oh. uh, uh, well, uh, so Demons that, 1, yeah. Yeah, well, we were going to talk about Demons 1, but everyone talks about Demons 1, and I feel like, mm. and I know that you do as well, the um you know the the sequel doesn't get enough love so i could sort of see why <laughs> <laughs> oh leonard i know you hate oh, me right man. now oh man so uh, you're not going to hurt my feelings on this one because no. i am as much you as don't i have like feelings as much as i like to um you know give a pass to a lot of italian uh storytelling in cinema there's um because like i said you know there's a sensibility to italian especially italian horror films where i have an expectations of set pieces of gore and exploitation that really that... supersedes the need for linear plot and story yeah no that wasn't even for me that wasn't it um what what for me cuz i watched them back to back and they oh, nice. were okay, almost good the identical movie that's why yes. it had a problem and with that's the that's one. one of the complaints i have with this movie as well and what is right. s- just stunning you know mm. first of all let's give a shout out lumberto baba his father was a legend and lumberto right. himself is also a legend in in uh, italian mm. cinema he went on from making movies and, and has a storied career in italian tv which is a lot more at this point prestigious than Italian cinema, than Italian movies, you know, especially mm-hmm. horror movies, are almost non-existent. 
produced by Dario Argento, which obviously, if you if he needs an introduction, you know, maybe you have to go and go back to uh, go back to school for mm. cinema in general, and then come back and continue to listen to what we're going to be talking about. Because right. if you don't know who Dario Argento is, you know, we got problems. Exactly. Anyway, there were four or five screenwriters involved in Demons 2, which is stunning okay. to me because of the fact that it plays out with, you know, I, I do like the conceit of a movie in a movie, but although it is a little bit um, annoying at times because there's, you know, within this narrative of these people who reside in... Um, in this apartment this house, apartment right? Apartment building, yeah. There's a a documentary going on TV regarding the events of the first movie. So Demons 1, you know, in in part 2, Demons 1 took place. And in fact, they start to they start the movie with a narration that kind of sets the tone for Demons 2. And I guess they were like, well, all right, well, anyone who doesn't remember Part 1 or who didn't see Part 1, this is what happened in Part 1. There were demons. They they were attacked. They had to build a wall around the old city to prevent these demons from coming out. Um, so just, you know, this this they set the tone, and now they go into um, a documentary about these demons and about what was going on but the the documentary they completely destroy a fourth wall if it even existed at all and the documentary is happening in real time and people that are watching the documentary are kind of susceptible now to the influence of these demons and at one point there's a birthday party going on and Sally the main character you know is watching instead of going into her uh, into the main room with all her friends that are hanging out. She's busy watching this documentary. And the demons actually come into this, you know, Sally's reality. Right. Um, right through the TV. Through, the, t- yeah. through the TV. And this demon comes right. out. And that's when the party really begins. And and the problem with, you know, I mean, all right, I'm fine with that. But it's just that it... it imitated the first movie like for anyone who hasn't seen it in that they were at a movie theater watching something about you know i don't know some kind of mixed up horror story uh with dealing with nostradamus which is kind of a little well, weird and yeah and they're talking about nostradamus but they're also talking about demons Yes. And, and, and yeah, and go ahead. So the people in the theater, they end up getting, you know, affected sort of. And that, you know, that it was kind of. <laughs> so now you're taking what happened with the first movie of them having been uh, touched by these demons, and then it goes through the documentary over to the present <laughs> group of people at this apartment complex so it's it's a little wild yeah like you know that it's going to happen again if you're involved with um you know even being close by these demons you know that it's that you know it's transferred this you know this, this demon plague is transferred you know through a scratch or a bite you know it's obviously right. similar it wears you know its influences you know the romero influences of all right we're exactly. going to just substitute demons for you know for, i mean substitute zombies for demons 
But, right, uh, all, all any type of revenant, uh, zombie, vampire, all sure, that. Sure. It's always you know even werewolves, you know. Yep. In certain uh, certain stories, but um, look, it was. I mean, it, it was kind of almost like a. I wouldn't say a carbon copy, but definitely very similar to the first one. But it was fun. I you know it was crazy. It was. Cheesy, fun. So I did enjoy it. Um, it's just the fact that it that it was so similar to the first one. Yeah. Um, that that you know was a little bothersome, but still, I mean, it, it was just a fun. It was gory, and you know, and I'm not a big gore person, but um, it, it belonged in this movie. You know, it, it was just the whole style of it was to be gory and 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 fun. So I actually did have a fun time. It was just the one complaint is that it was just too similar to the first one. Yeah. I um I don't know, maybe we might I mean we don't know what each other's um and that's the thing like we don't go into this talk we talk about what we're going to discuss. Um mm-hmm. I don't know what Omar is going to rate this movie beforehand. He doesn't know what I'm going to do. I mean, we talk about, "Hey, we should we should discuss mm. demons too." And I was like, "Oh, that's a good idea." And so Right. You know, sometimes we'll refresh. Sometimes I've already seen the movie, or Omar's already seen the the, the film, and recently, and we're going to rewatch it. But the fun thing about it for me is that I, I, you know, I'm only guessing in my head how Omar would rate this film. And uh, yes, yeah. So we just start talking about the about these movies and about how they influence, and uh, not just you know other people, but I mean, there's a lot of friends that I know that are into these types of movies and demons and it's funny because i just posted a um you know some original artwork that they uh like a reimagining of the poster artwork i I just posted this on facebook and then there were a few people crawling out of the woodwork that i had no idea would have even have seen this movie and they're like oh my god this movie demons one scared the shit out of me when i was a kid and it was terrifying and it was so (laughs) weird you know a bunch of people were were messaging and it's become more popular now because i got into demons i would say around 85 86 and um, I, I've been a fan of the of Demons, the first one especially. Um, and, and when I rented it on VHS, we were watching it. Um, I, it was probably like the uh, mid '86. I was watching it with people who've never even heard of it before. And one of my favorite scenes in any horror movie, which is just so over the top and batshit crazy is the scene in Demons where the helicopter, you hear this massive vibration, and you're like, what the hell is right, that? You know, right, what's going right. on? <laughs> Especially, like, it's, you know, the beginning of the third act, and things have just, or maybe, you know, the third act just began, and the the violence is ramped up, and then suddenly there's this massive vibration and this crazy sound, and right in the center of the theater is, you know, the ceiling smashes in, and a helicopter you know out of nowhere just falls down into the right into the stage or right where the uh the the movie screen should be uh this helicopter crash lands through the roof and uh and it was, it's just so far you know just out of left field but the first time i saw yeah. that i fell in love with it i was like what the fuck am i watching and then i was like this is incredible because it's just so off the rails um but then you understand you know then you see like it's really taking effect 
outside of the theater and it's happening everywhere and people are, you know, getting affected by it. Um, but uh, I started posting about it just recently and it's uh, more and more people are really taken to this movie and the sequel as well. Um, and Synapse uh, films, I don't know if anyone's familiar with this, but you, you may want to get involved in this. Synapse is a, um, they make remaster old genre films and they released demons one and two in a steelbook format and with awesome artwork and um you know they even gave the golden the golden ticket yeah they have like you know from from the theater (laughs) itself and just little things you know that come with it but it's um they look amazing so they've really cleaned them up and re-release them and so if anyone's interested check it out i think synapse still has a few of them left in stock you might as well get on this awesome yeah yeah but so as far as um rating i'm gonna change a little and i mean you sort of have to put you can't just rate in my opinion at least you can't just rate a movie you can't like it, it each movie has its own sort of category, and and even horror movies, you kind of split them up into different categories. Yeah. And so, like for me, I mean, this is kind of um, it was weird because it, it did have a budget. I mean, for you to able to for them to be able to do the whole helicopter scene, mm-hmm. I mean, they had to you know put some serious money into it. But uh, but it was just a you know kind of a cheesy fun horror flick, you know, and uh, and so I. I give it. I give it. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Now we're talking about the second one, yeah, so yeah, we're gonna yeah. have yeah, to yeah, give it... change that. Okay. All right. All right. So, yes. Yeah, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> um, amateur here. No, um. <laughs> because we're, we we we've gone back and forth, and and you can't really. It's yeah, tough to yeah, talk yeah. about part two without talking about part one. Right, like you, you have to. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get you. That's no big deal. Right. It. So in. You know, because you're comparing one and two. You, with that being said, I'm, I have to say that I probably give it around three and a half. Nice stars, because again, it just bit ha 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 off of uh, part one too much. <laughs> but altogether, it was just fun. It was it was crazy, and so I give it three and a half. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm I agree. I think even though I mean it has its shortcomings, um, you know, it is not as I I don't think it's as impactful. Like when I talk about impactful horror movies that really affected me when I was younger and uh, movies that I go back to again and again, I go back to Demons often. Like I I rewatch that. I bought part 2 on yeah. Blu-ray because I, they're companions and I wanted to have both of them. I don't love this movie as much. Like for me, Demons it gets gets almost like a, a four and a half to a five. Demons mm. two, I give about a three to a three and a half. So today, we're in the we're in the ballpark. Yeah, we're in the we're in the ballpark. But today, because of uh, just rewatching it recently, just out of left field, I was like, oh, you know, I want I haven't seen part two in a while. And then we had started talking about it just a few days ago, and I was like, oh, I just rewatched that. So. I'm going to give it a three and a half as well. It's a fun, uh, it's a fun ride. It's a decent sequel. It's got 
chills, thrills. Yeah. It's got a little bit of, uh, you know, character development with um, the husband and wife and the baby being born mm. and, you know, amidst this madness. Um, you know, it's got... Uh, the 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 muscle heads in the gym suddenly they're they're trying to survive and they go into the into the the uh, parking garage and the parking garage scene is uh, off ah, the rails just off the wall yeah yeah it is yeah. it's off the wall and people are just doing what they can to survive um, it's um, like I said it's not perfect but it is fun and um, I don't know if you're familiar with um, I, I I was when this came out, I was hoping, I'm like, oh, okay, well, we're obviously going to get a part three. You know, there's going to be, you know, a sequel again. Um, and there wasn't. And But then later on, years later, they re- there was a movie that was released called The Church. Are you okay. familiar with The Church? No, I am okay. not. So, uh, so remember me. in Demons 1 with the character in the beginning who's walking around the subway, he's got the metal face mask and he's giving out tickets, free tickets to the to the right. movie. Okay. That's Michaela right. Suave. And he is mm-hmm. a director and he's, you know, been a producer and he was involved in a bunch of these movies. Um Cemetery Man was another movie and I think he was also in Stage Fright. Um, and he mm. might have directed Stage Fright as well. I have to double check. But anyway, Michaela Suave is um, he directed La Quiza or The Church, and I was told that it was loosely based or it was uh, the spiritual successor to Demons One and Two. And so The Church okay. is an old Gothic cathedral built over a mass grave, you know that type of thing. Um, so. Mm. There was a a massacre or something, and there's an ancient demon that gets resurrected from the bowels of the earth. And the church came out in like 89, so it was hot on the heels uh, of the other films, but I didn't know about it. And this, I guess, had, you know, didn't make um, enough of an impact that they were hoping for. But you should check it out. La Mm -hmm. Quiza. Or The Church. Okay. It was from 1989, Michaela Suave uh, directed, and it was, um, it's a, a decent, it's a decent movie. It's not really, I can understand why it's not necessarily quite, a direct sequel. It's not sequel, ranked up but, there. Yeah. Right. But um, there are moments in this movie that are that are really creepy, and, and I enjoyed it. It's, um, it's definitely a fun film. And also awesome. Asia Argento makes a, another appearance. You know, um, Asia Argento was only mm. 10 years old. She actually makes an appearance as one of the kids in um, Demons 2 and is in this as well. She's in the church. So, I mean, obviously, if Dario Argento is is involved in any way, he's going to get his daughter Asia in there. Um, and if any, anyone right. remembers uh, Land of the Dead from George Romero, she makes an appearance and is a character in that as well. So... Rock yeah. and roll. So there's um, there's a lot to these films. Um, I find them enjoyable, and I'm ho- and I hope you guys do too. And uh, yeah, support Synapse Films. Synapse is awesome, and they actually respond to you. Like I called the uh, the the number in there just to ask uh, some questions that I had because at the time they were um, they had gotten the rights to do Dario Argento's Suspiria. And I was waiting forever for Suspiria to come out. So I called the number on, on the website and the owner picks up the phone and starts talking to me. And we're, and we're really? discussing 
yeah, the release of Suspiria and what they're working on and please be patient with them. Wow. And yeah, I follow him on Instagram too. He is responsive and he is a freaking just passionate and movie nut, you know, and he's into the same stuff, but he's actually, you know, he's handling the phones, he's packaging stuff up. I mean, Synapse movies. He's oh doing yeah, God. he is totally wow. granular. That's it is impressive. impressive as hell. So yeah, I recommend them all the time because Very they're cool. just regular guys that love what uh you know what we love. You know they're they're passionate about genre yeah. movies. They're passionate about horror. I mean, they have a bunch of other stuff like old seventies um, porn that they that they remaster. Um, <laughs> similar, if anyone's familiar uh, with this too, there's um, Vinegar Syndrome is similar in aesthetics to I guess Synapse, but uh, Vinegar Syndrome released a lot of seventies black exploitation movies on on Blu-ray. Um, trying to think. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Exactly. They release mm. a lot of grindhouse stuff, seventies porn, um, just low budget mm. stuff. And if you can, f you know, probably. Oh, you remember we were watching this movie one time, and you know, and you know, what was right, that movie? Right, right. And and if uh, you know, like our, our we were just talking about if Jim Bruno doesn't know, then you could always <laughs> check out these two websites, uh, Synapse.com get gets a free uh, plug, and uh, Vinegar Syndrome gets a free was... plug too because they these guys are all steeped in these types of films, and it's uh, definitely a recommend. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about uh, Danger Diabolique. Yes, exactly. Which. Yeah, which I saw in Egypt, uh, in a in a movie theater in Cairo, back in like the late nineteen seventies. You know, I was a little kid. I didn't know what the heck I was That's looking awesome. at. Watching. You said it was a double and, feature, so and just the visuals. What was yeah, the double feature? So tell us about fever. this. Tell everyone, because I like uh, this story. I mean, it was uh, it's something that I just remember vaguely because i was really young i go with my cousins in, into this uh you know old egyptian theater and we're watching saturday night fever and before it was this movie i didn't know what the name was just watching it, it had you know certain visual elements that stuck with me as a kid into adulthood and so i was researching trying to find out what the heck this movie was and so i'm doing you know trying to Google certain visual aspects and, and I'm coming up blank, blank, blank. So at the time that I was, you know, looking this up, I was working at <laughs> working at an unnamed company, an unnamed big yeah, a fortune, company. A Fortune 50 and, telecommunications um, company. Exactly. So I'm doing customer service and this one dude that we know who who knows all these obscure movies and obscure actors and he'll tell you their history going you know back a hundred years i asked him i said listen do you do you know of a movie where i had this in this scene and he's like oh yeah danger <laughs> diabolique i'm like no way i look it up i download it i watch it and that was it i'm like son of a gun man that kid he yeah and i he love knew, knew, people with encyclopedic stuff, stuff recollections yes and uh so we there's it's always good to have one or two friends that you can do this with you know or at least acquaintances that you have access to um and what's so right. coincidental is danger diabolique was directed by mario bava 
And so, you know, that's, you know, yep. the six degrees of separation. His son directed Demons 1 and 2. And, uh, yeah, Danger Diabolique. I, I don't remember watching this movie. And so... Yeah, it was... I mean, it was very... Of course, it was very Italian, it, the style. But... And that meant, you know, visuals that, as a kid, you know, I saw those things and they just stuck with me. And I, you know, I don't specific, I didn't remember what the story was about. I knew there was some kind of drama. He was like a spy-like character and, and the visuals were just so strong that they imprinted themselves on me. And I was like, as an adult, I'm like, damn, I got to find exactly. out what this movie is. And yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, so, so you guys should check it, this it out too. Really it's awesome. directed by Mario Baba. In psychedelic swinging 60s style, the dreaded thief Diabolique wrecks havoc on a generic mm-hmm. European country for his own financial gain and amusement. He shares an extravagant underground lair and a giant bed of money with his curvaceous, beautiful girlfriend who uses her awesome powers to help Diabolique foil gangsters and steal billions from the government. I mean, this is like an anti-hero film. Uh, he faces off, you know, against bumbling cops and mafiosi and all kinds of stuff. So it's, um, yeah, I guess it's got Italian sensibilities. It sounds absolutely batshit crazy and sounds like the kind of movie that I would love. It is. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, you would. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely recommend you check that, that, this one out, man. Yeah. It's, it's just great. Cheesy. Or again, maybe I love this cheesiness. needs to go on a list, man. So, we might need so to review fun. this soon because this is the kind of film that you know we're, we're you know we're focused on reviewing. You know, genre movies, exploitation movies, and this just looks like you know it's it's perfect psychedelic and just looks like a hell of a lot of fun. Absolutely, absolutely. I could definitely watch it again, man. I could definitely Sweet. watch that one again. So much fun. All right, yes. so that there you have it. I mean, we've uh, we kind of talked a little bit about we didn't beat it up, but uh, you know, we I remember these movies fondly, and Demons Two is definitely one that um, I've seen a bunch of times, and I can recommend. I suggest if you haven't seen either one of these films, go out immediately, go grab Demons 1 and Demons 2. If you're looking to add these movies to your collection, go to Synapse Films. Uh, check them out, and you can you can get both of them on. You know, I think the steelbooks are still available, but if not, you can still get them in regular Blu-ray format. Definitely pick them up; you won't be disappointed. If you love these types of films, you, these are in your wheelhouse. So go go grab them right away. Yeah, and now just roll. before we sign off, we're just gonna give another shout out to our buddy Cooch and his company. Web Vantage LLC. Web Vantage. Well, you can check them out on their website, webvantage.us, us rather. Um, you can go check him out if, for all of your web design, web hosting, and e-commerce needs. So that's Web Vantage. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And uh, we will uh, look to come out with episode six. We're not sure which one we're going to hit up next, but you can be sure it'll, it'll definitely be interesting. All right. 